Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. I want to tell you a story about my father that had a huge impact on me. Up until about the age of, not quite sure, but early 60s, he was kind of a distant man, and it had something to do with the family that he came from, who were kind of impersonal, and I wouldn't call it an affectionate family, and he's one of nine children. So my father was a really hard worker, but not really easy to get close to. So my mother phoned me when my father was in his 60s, and here's the story she had to tell, that my father had to go to the very famous Cleveland Clinic. It's one of the four biggest health and medical networks in the United States, along with the Mayo Clinic and Johns Hopkins. But they got the appointment wrong, so my sister, who's the oldest in the family, was taking him in driving. They got there two hours early, so they had to do something for the two hours before the appointment. And Cleveland has a, right in the same area where the Cleveland Clinic is, they have a marvelous art museum, especially Oriental art. It's one of the top museums in the United States for its Oriental artwork and tapestries. And this is the first time, you have to remember he's in his early 60s, this is the first time in my life that he had ever been in an art gallery. So they came in the front door and my sister said, look, if you don't want to wander too much, you can just be right here and I'm just going to look around. And she went away for about an hour and they would come back with plenty of time to get over to the hospital. She found my father and he was sitting on a bench and she came up to him and he was just sobbing, which was kind of shocking to my sister because we had never seen him cry. He was just sobbing. So she sat down and she put her arm around him and she says, Dad, what's the matter? And he said, to think that all those years I was working night and day and all these beautiful things were here and I didn't know about them. My sister was just thrown off balance by this. I mean, she had never talked to my father like this. And then they left and they went to the appointment for the hospital at the Cleveland Clinic, and then she drove him back home, and he was really quiet. He was just totally quiet. And my father was kind of chatty. I mean, he was a very good salesperson, but just about surface stuff. He would never talk about anything emotional. And then she got home, and he was really tired, and he went to bed. And next morning, my mother called my sister, and she said that she had to call an ambulance during the middle of the night because he had a complete nervous breakdown. He was shouting, acting just in a very, very erratic way. And my mother would know. So he was picked up and taken to a nearby mental institution. He was there for six weeks. And for the first three or four weeks, the prediction was that he was just over the cliff. He wasn't going to come back. And then about the fifth week, he called and he says, OK, I'm over it. You can come and get me now. So it was about three or four days. He came back home, and from that moment to the day he died, so this would be another 20 years, he was the warmest and most affectionate person that you can imagine. It's very, very interesting. He wanted to talk about experiences and wanted to talk about what he had learned. And 
You know, he took a great interest in everybody else. He went in one person and he came back out another person. I've often talked about how strong he was physically, but takes a really extraordinarily strong character and a strong sense of who you are to go through that type of very, very rapid transformation when you're early 60s and then become essentially not a different person, but really, really a multi-dimensional person where before we only saw a few dimensions and had a huge impact on me. I think it had a huge impact on everyone else in the family. You know, you always got a sense that you would really like to connect with him, but it just wasn't there. And then afterwards, it was totally possible. So you could have really great conversations about his history, his growing up, and the tough times, the good times in his life. So terrific lesson to me to leave a lot of room for people to transform. There's reasons why they are the way they are. If those reasons are no longer useful to them, they can switch to something that's a real improvement. And that was certainly the case with my father. The lesson for me here, as it relates to how I would talk to entrepreneurs, is that during various stages of our life, we have to focus on certain things because it's crucial to establish a foundation for our freedom as an entrepreneur. And, you know, I've had sections of my life where I was putting in 60, 70 hour weeks. And, you know, until I had met Babs, I was as much a workaholic as anyone who's ever come into the strategic coach. I think one of the reasons why I met Babs and why I was so open to the possibility of a complete partnership with her is that I was ready to stop living that way, stop working that way. So when I switched over to taking lots of free days and getting very, very smart about just focusing on my unique ability and not thinking that I was good at many, many activities, which in fact I'm not very good at at all, but I am very, very good at certain things. I really remembered my father's example. And remember, he made all of his money in his life, didn't make any money up until age 60. He made all his money after he had his nervous breakdown. And I think the reason was that he just connected on an incredibly better level. So for the entrepreneurs, this is why we have the time system in Strategic Coach. This is why we have the focus on unique ability in Strategic Coach so that you don't use up your life on activity, but you use up your life on the most intelligent and the most profitable activities. Just focusing yourself on the right activities with the right people in the right situations and at the right time. But that's not a quantity life, that's a quality life. And that's what I think my father switched from. He switched from a quantity, the quantity of work he was doing and I think afterwards, he got rewarded for the quality of work that he was doing. Mm -hmm.